Blog Talk Radio. As we continue our prosperity series, as I was coming along in the car, some other interesting ideas came to me that I want to share with you. This all has to do with prosperity. Let me hear you say the word prosperity. And I dealt with the meaning of that term, and it always helps to review that. To me, prosperity is total well-being. Say that. Prosperity is total well-being. It's not just something material. So, in this prosperity series, we're talking about total well-being. And I want to speak with you about faith and perception. Faith and perception. So let me hear you also say, faith and perception. Say it again. The third time. Es muy, muy importante. We as religious people have heard a lot said about faith. Jesus said, according to your faith, so be it unto you. Now, what is faith? Faith is your self-perception. Whatever you perceive that I am. Now, this isn't an exclusive definition for faith. It is inclusive. So, I'm going to have you repeat after me. Faith is my self-perception. Whatever I perceive that I am. It is somewhat of a mind science definition. And as I say, it's not exclusive, it's inclusive. There are many ways to say the same thing. And I like to say the same thing in many different ways. According to your faith, so be it unto you, says Jesus. To paraphrase it, according to your self-perception, so be it unto you. What is your self-perception? And now let's deal with another definition of the word perception. And here it is. Perception is the way I see myself within my own self-consciousness. And I'm going to have you repeat it after me. Perception is the way I see myself within my own self-consciousness. 
Perception is what I add to I am by what I see, feel, believe, and say that I am. Sister Mary is writing this and you'll have a chance to observe it more slowly and even up more closely after the session. But we want to get a working definition of what I'm talking about at the moment. There is a statement that's very interesting. In a sense, it may be scary. I got a couple of scary statements for you this hour of the morning. Here is the first statement that some people may find rather scary. There is no reality, only perception. There is no reality, only perception. And now, perception is synonymous with consciousness, with awareness. It all means exactly the same thing. But a statement like that, there is no reality. Only perception. Things are as they are because I perceive them to be that way. Is that what you're saying? What do you mean there is no reality? Only perception. Well, Think about that for a moment. You take this extreme weather we've had over the past few days. Some people perceive that to be bad weather. Other people perceive it to be wonderful. Different people can be in the same environment and perceive it to be altogether different. Now, let me make another way out statement. There is no reality, only perception. That also means that the poor are poor because they perceive themselves to be poor. Oh, how radical. The rich are rich because they perceive themselves to be rich. They are self-conscious of being rich. They are aware of being rich. The poor are poor because they perceive themselves to be poor. They perceive. They are conscious of being poor. So what do we do? Here in this teaching, our business is the conditioning of consciousness. Let me hear you say, the conditioning of consciousness. Now that's what a mastery of life is about. 
the conditioning of consciousness. At every moment of eternity, at every point in time and space, your self-consciousness is being conditioned. That you cannot escape. How it is being conditioned is what you can control. And that's where we come to the science of mind and the technology and science of mind. Let me hear you say, control that which controls you. Oh my goodness. Isn't that far out? That may be scary to some people. I can control that which controls me? Uh-huh. According to your faith, so be it unto you. According to your perception, so be it unto you. You take fasting, for example. Fasting in its higher understanding means that you withdraw your consciousness from your senses. Now, Dr. Tony Mitchell teaches us that very well in his sessions. You withdraw your consciousness from your senses, from what you see out there, from what you feel, from what you can apprehend and comprehend with your five senses. That's fasting. You see, a lot of you didn't have like this idea that when Dr. Tony Mitchell takes you into those exercises that you were fasting because you were only taught to fast in the religious sense. And you learn to withdraw your consciousness from your senses so that you can recondition yourself to be master, to tell your mind what to think, to tell your feelings how to feel, and to tell your body how to react. And that is spiritual self-mastery. When you learn to control your perception, you learn to control your self-consciousness. When you learn to control that which controls you. Say that with me. Control that which controls you. Now, I'm going to get a little scarier here. And I'm going to say something bold-faced and I've even got Bible to back it up because some of you don't believe anything unless the preacher shakes the Bible in your face. Are you trying to tell us, Reverend Ike, that we can control God? Ooh, even the question is scary. We cannot control the nature of the name of God which is I am. You cannot control the name of the nature of God, which is I am. But you can, and you must learn to control what you add 
who I am. This is why we are told in the commandments, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And to take the name of the Lord in vain is to add something negative to I am. You see, in religion they they have not taught us, they have not had the slightest idea what that meant to take the name of the Lord in vain. But the only thing we knew that meant was to add a damn after God. Now that's not a nice thing to do. But it is worse to add poor after I am. You have taken the name of the Lord in vain. You need to get Reverend Ike's The Master of Success series where Reverend Ike deals with this commandment, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And where Reverend Ike explains, Every mind takes the name of the Lord. And of course this is why we call the science knowledge. It's good to know what you're doing with your mind. We're always doing something with our minds. We're always conditioning the unconditioned God. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. I want to belabor this point. But every mind takes the name of the Lord. Let's hear it. All day long, every mind takes the name of the Lord. What is that name? I am. It means that constantly and continually, every mind is adding something to I am by what they perceive by what they feel, by what they imagine, by what they say. So you really don't even have to open your mouth telling you how every mind takes the name of the Lord. Every time you feel, which is all the time, you are saying, I am. And you ought to consciously learn how to tell your feelings how to feel. That's another series here. Tell your mind what to think. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your body how to react. Almighty God, and I think I said this to you, again, if I say the same thing over and over again, I intend to, I tell you again and again, this is not an intellectual exercise. Every time you say a feel...
You listening to the Divine Connection Show with your host Jessica and Tasia. Peace, everyone. Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, Jessica and Tasia. How's everyone doing this evening? We hope everyone is well. Um, thanks for tuning in again for another Thursday show. Um, how's your week going, Tasia? It's good. It's good. We um, we had an activity this week, didn't we? We went to the range this week. Oh, we did? Mm-hmm. Everything's running together. I guess because my list is so long, I feel like there's still so much I have to do. I forgot that quick that that was just this week. Yeah, it was this week. The beginning of this week. Yeah. We were taking our CCW classes. Right. So we had to have some time in the range, and it was an experience. Um, it's different for everyone. Uh, those that are virgins to shooting guns. Um, my one friend, we have a mutual friend that was saying how scary it was. But for us, it wasn't bad, and it wasn't your first time or anything like no, that. So it wasn't my first time. It was my second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go a lot, but I had been before. Yeah. But we plan to change that up because we are provided an opportunity where we can go for free. And if we just go on certain days, um, women get in for free. Yeah, ladies. So yeah, ladies' night, and um, it's been packed. Actually, we've tried to go. Mm-hmm. We tried. We've tried to go several times, but um, you yeah, gotta get there pretty early. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to work my schedule around that, and I'm going to make sure I get there in the afternoon instead of after six, which is way too late. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes, that was eventful. We did that. We did, I think I did great. I mean, regardless. Yeah, but I did better. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually pretty good, so don't I mess mean, with me. Yeah. I mean, I think I did pretty good considering it was my first time, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that, that happened. Um, yeah, and it's actually fun. It's a fun activity to do. Yeah, I just think right now that's part of the prep, preparing for future events is to make sure you're um, getting good at your target. Mm-hmm. Protecting yourself. Yeah, but um, protecting your family, but most importantly that you know how to handle a gun. And that you're comfortable enough to do it. Yeah, <laughs> so that you're comfortable enough to load it up and shoot. But some people don't even know how to load it, load it, you know, never touched it. But, I mean, just, you know, like we said, we hope that things don't get to that point, but you don't want to not be prepared because when people get desperate, I mean, you want to be able to protect yourself from invasion, invaders and threats. But, um, so, yeah, that, that that's on the list as well as everything else that we've been talking about. Um, so we'll get into that. Uh, well, speaking of activities, they have canceled so many things, so many events. 
so many other activities. I know, like, my favorite events during the summer, like the festivals, mm-hmm. especially the Jazz and Rib Fest. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's always a fun time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I miss the live um the live music mm-hmm. where you could just bring your lawn chairs, you know, bring you, you know, your friends gather or just yourself and you just sit and listen to music, you know, sip on something, eat something, you know, there's vendors sometimes and we just listen to live music. That's fun and everything is canceled because I know my mom was looking forward to like a jazz thing. Mm-hmm. Was it this weekend? Or was... Yeah, it was supposed to be this weekend. Um, yeah, so she thought that was still happening, even though, it was, you know, it's supposed to be outside, but nothing is going on. They're canceling everything. So that was canceled. Um, the fairs are being canceled. Yeah, and the Ohio State Fair deal, yeah. like, people come from all over. I mean, Texas. Pretty, pretty big, yeah. Yeah, Texas, Texas is bigger, mm-hmm. and ours is, is big. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's just everything is um being canceled. But there's like a few things. We still go to the zoo, and we have um water park that's open. that's open, and those are pretty big, pretty large attractions here. So I mean, there's just a few things, but mm-hmm. I mean, we try to make the most of it. Um, yeah, with making the most of it, um, trying to think about what we could do like family activities and things for the kids to do since the rec centers are closed and summer camps are closed and school is closed. Everything <laughs> everything's closed. So you um, had something fun with them though. Yeah, I did. We I, last weekend we actually had a drive in, but it was more like a <laughs> sit in because we <laughs> took the projector outside. We had a movie night movie outside. Outside. Mm-hmm. And they really looked forward to that. That's because you made it special. Like, you had the lights up on the gazebo, um, you know. Pop, pop. You had the popcorn and mm-hmm. little popcorn buckets and the candy. They had candy. You know, that's a fun time. It's dark out. Put your nail candles going. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure you have your bug spray and things like that. But, um it's something that the kids really, I was looking forward to it as well, but, um, yeah. So it's something that the kids really enjoy. And it gives you something to do. It gives you something to look forward to. I mean, literally making the most of your space, of what you have. So, I mean, yeah, the speakers and everything out there. So that was a good yeah, time. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, we do have a drive-in here. I know they have them in different places, but ours is actually open, but it's like they're not playing anything yeah. really good. Anything good. But, I mean, it's weird because I was like, oh, I don't care what they're playing. Like, I'm going to go. But, yeah, really, like, when you see the movie list, you're just like, I don't want this to go. <laughs> used to summer being, like, the good movies coming out in the summer. So yeah, everything's been pushed. I don't know when the theaters are going to open again, but if you are looking for something to do, that's a good good option for, mm-hmm. you know, we the kids. Went, we went fishing earlier fishing. that day, too. Mm-hmm. It's just really making the most out of it, I guess. Yeah. And then um, also I played board games with the kids. We played um, 
Cash, Cash Flow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Robert Kiyosaki. And it was actually, they really enjoyed it, even though it was educational as well, because I had to teach them about stocks and business and mm-hmm. real estate. So they actually, they're learning, and then I show them in real life things, too, like um, mm-hmm. how things work. So they can really relate and really put the pieces together early on. Right. Well, With, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's helping them because they have a lemonade stand that they've been working. Mm-hmm. And um, relatives have been selling, like, vegan burgers. And, you know, so it's also them getting practice in. And they've been making a lot of money Well, that, you know, the family. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, the things that they're learning from the, the game, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're putting it to use. Because also you have to keep in mind your expenses and your bills every month, so that would help with them with making their profit versus what their expenses is and what they have to buy with their products and what they're spending on that. So, yep, putting it all back into the business right now. What they know—that's all they know right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's good and. There's just other things that you could do. Um, I know they like to bake. They like to uh, baking, easy bake oven, cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, they look forward to that, and um, they do just dance on the video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bike ride quite often. Uh, walk, hikes, walk. The sprinklers out with them slide water guns. We did yeah, they had fun within the sprinklers. It was like sad. It's like okay. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say sad. I mean, they're happy. They're kids, but look, there was no pool to go to, so mm-hmm. just fire up the sprinklers. They have fun with that. Yeah, I think your favorite probably is then is it camping? Oh, I would love to go camping. I like to hike. So hiking, camping, I like old school camping though, the camp coming camping I grew up doing, which is like staying at um staying in a cabin but they weren't like fancy cabins though. You know, mm-hmm. like screen windows and then the shower house and things like that. I would love that but it's not the same. <laughs> um I would make the most of whatever I don't know, was presented before me or whatever I look into. But mm-hmm. um, my favorite thing to do is hike. Out of all that I hiking and discovering, like going to the creek and things like that, people probably don't know that about me. Um, probably you can't tell that I'm into that type of stuff just by looking at me. But I love that, like mm-hmm. love it, because I was exposed to that type of stuff growing up. So yeah, but yeah, yeah so I mean, if you don't even want to take it to that, Bert, like to the extreme that you actually going camping. Um, is the option. <laughs> You're not that adventurous. <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny because I don't think I would want to do that in my backyard. I would rather I would feel better going to campground. <laughs> not nature. I don't want to sleep in the. See, I'm a little bit funny. I don't want to go actually. <laughs> so you're not like a, a camping, are you? Yeah, I like to. I like to sleep in the cabin, but not at this far. I've done the tent, okay? I just, it's I don't like, I don't, tent. Nah, well, that's not even a thing. It was just, um, it's the morning dew. I mean, there's so many times I slept outside. I mean, I've done that. I, I like that, so you're not really camping, though, are you? You, you are. Like, 
You are because it's still there. I mean, it's not luxury. Like, you have to go to a shower house, and you have to go to, like, that's where the toilets are, you know, and then that's a walk. It's, okay, so there's different levels. Yeah, and it's still a campground. Like, we live there for weeks <laughs> as kids. So, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, uh, moving on back to the the kids um, and just getting ready for school, what it may be and what it may not be. I know here Mm -hmm. um, they are, for our county, they are requiring virtual learning for the whole year, starting the school year. I did not know that. Because last I knew was for the first quarter. Yep. First it was you have an option. You have an option whether you want them to go um, blended certain days going yeah, to school and then certain days uh-huh. virtual learning. And then um, they're like, okay, you have the option. You could do virtual only or do the blended. And then it was, okay, now first quarter it's going to be virtual to just today, they said. It's going to be the whole year virtual learning. I can tell you right now, I am not looking forward to that. Oh, you got to deal with your kids. No, the school was not even ready for that type of reaction to the pandemic. They were not prepared. It was a mess Mm -hmm. to go from hands-on, like, you know, like her science teacher was hands-on teacher. Then she had to go virtual. Then she had to post videos on YouTube. And it was just, uh, and their website wasn't very friendly. And it was just, it was a hassle. It was like I was working and working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like I had to spend a good amount of time on the phone with teachers. Yeah. Part of my day. And then started getting my work done. So anyway, yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to that. Now, it would be different if they went to school and it was equipped, it was ready for, we were ready for that. But I don't, I'm, I mean, that was still, they were winging it. I'm sure they haven't mastered it yet. I'm not really looking forward to that. That's why, you know, I was talking about that. This is a time where a lot of people are doing homeschool. So it was interesting that Akeem brought um, that lady on mm-hmm. um, to do the home, the education about homeschooling. Yeah, because, she'll be on Sunday. Yeah. So, but this is the time that people are trying to do homeschool. And homeschool is so much better. Um because you can do your thing. Like, it's like yours and what works for you. And, you know, you can be as hands-on as you want. And then also, like, your kid doesn't have to wait to go to another grade to start practicing certain things or start, like like I said, I mean. Go at their own pace. Go at their own pace. and all, Yeah, and at their own pace, they could be taking, moving leaps and bounds. Like, they could be taking tri- trigonometry in third grade. You know, it's just. Oh no, it's a lot different. And they don't it's a lot have to different. Be That's it. Yeah. To the system. Mm-hmm. So much, honestly, like homeschooling is so much better. It's something I've always considered. Um, I just haven't had to look into that. Oh, for those that may be a little confused, I talk about kids and all that. I don't have any kids that I've birthed myself. I've raised um my little cousin since she was a baby. So when I talk about kids. Children, really, that's the term, really. You shouldn't say kids. But, yeah, children is, I mean, I'm always around them. I have nieces and nephews, and, you know, I'm just always helping. 
and or not even just helping, spending time. And, yeah, so, yeah, my little cousin is mine. <laughs> She's a part of me. So, anyway, I got a lot of experience in just from her. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of trial and error, but a lot of victories, too. But, anyway, so, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so that's something I would want to look into for my own. Yeah, so with this virtual learning, it, it'd be a good transition into actually homeschooling. Yes, you're to do it properly, like um, like she said. I'm sorry, I do not remember her name. Um, but like she said, like just withdraw your your children from the school that they attend. Don't just stop sending your kids to school and say, oh, I'm homeschooling my children now, you know, and pull up a curriculum online. And then for the first, I don't know if they're still doing this, but even in the beginning of the pandemic, they were offering, like, all this homeschool stuff for free. Usually you have to pay for stuff. And there's some things that people, if you are if you were interested in, um, things that you just could not, you were waiting to buy and things like that, there's a lot of stuff that's just for free now. I mean, a lot of education, homeschool education, um, I don't know, products, mm-hmm. curriculums mm-hmm. are free. I can't say forever, but I know that there were quite, like, it was a, a vast amount of companies. So. Yeah, so t- tune in to Hindsight Radio on Sunday. Yeah. And what time? Um, I believe it's the evening. Um, but yeah. So, anyway, um, you know, this season is about being prepared and being using wisdom during this time. I know we keep. I don't want to keep saying the same thing, but I can't help it if I'm led. Spirit pushes me. It's pretty much just where we're at right now. With it is what where the world is. Right. We can't. run away from it. We can't escape it. We have to address it. Yeah. And just like um, I just think everybody, I mean, if honestly, if people that are listeners, they have suggestions, if they have anything that's been tugging on their heart that they need to get out, I mean, you can mention it on the air. You could, you know, raise your hand and push one. And if there's something that you feel that we should know as a people, um, to help the people, then let everyone know. I mean, the thing is, like, we're all connected and we're all supposed to help each other. Like, it's the kingdom out here. And some people are the hand and the foot and the eyes and the ears. Like, Akeem was suggesting people to invest in the silver. And then there's other people out here talking about the same thing. And not just that, but other other ways of investing so it's just like you know there's something happening, you know something's going on. Just use your knowledge and use the wisdom and whatever you're led to do. Um, just look into it and, and do it because it's happening for a reason. So we can't do it all. But for me, it's just the the preparing for the what we call the drought or whatever. We know, like today we watched a guy talk about um, – how there is not actually a shortage in food. He was saying that there is a disruption in the supply chain, Mm -hmm. which it makes sense the way he explained it. He was just saying that, you know, 
when the pandemic hit, everybody ran out and got a lot of canned goods. Now there's a shortage on aluminum. And we get the aluminum from China and all this and that, you know, it's just not. So there's a disruption there. There's disruptions all over, which we know um, in some some cases there's plenty of places shut down or not working at all. Um, so it's it's a lot happening. But either way, it still leads to what? A shortage of food. And um, I know for me, I had a dream about this stuff happening before I think it was before we even had Octavia on the air. Um, and it was like it was just basically talking about being prepared. That's what also puts the pressure on me to get more prepared. Um, because there was also plenty of things that I kept talking about I was gonna do and I wasn't doing it at all. Like not even a little bit. It's always just a thought. So that's another reason why I'm just like still like always preoccupied with what I have to do, what I, because I've been giving, I've, I've been given things, things have been given to me, um, and it's like this stuff is just sitting in your lap, these resources and 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 food and everything. So it's just like preserve it. I don't even have to spend any money, but I'm not even where. We sh- where I should be. Like, I sh- I should have more stocked up. I mean, I have, I mean, you know, anyway, we could all just do better. So before it gets even crazier, before you can't find anything once again on the show, even though there still are plenty of things not on the shelves. I mean, freezers mm-hmm. are empty, things like that at the stores. So it's just like find ways to preserve your food. And then also just um, if you don't want to pre- like preserve it yourself, can it yourself, just get the things that you know you cannot live without. Find some meats that you can freeze and then find some meats that you don't need to, that doesn't need refrigeration, um, canned meats and things like that. But um, so, yeah, I just feel like, you know, if you have that, if you have dreams, if you have that inner gut feeling, if you have things that just, continuously flood your mind. Sometimes you just have to write things out that flood your mind um, to give yourself some kind of relief. And sometimes you just have to act it out, act on it, um, to bring yourself some relief. Um, It's not just for no, it's not for you to overlook it. You have to do it. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, I'm on the subject of preparing um, food, but it could be um, an assignment that you have, um, a business assignment, you know, something that you want to start to just continuously flood your mind, like plaguing your mind. You should act on those things. Um, and then I just feel like what keeps you up at night? What causes you to not rest? Um, it doesn't have to be something that can be long and drawn out. It could be something that you're just supposed to do today or this week. Um, and then if there are things that keeps your mind preoccupied so heavily, just write down everything you're supposed to do for the month or the week and or that list every day, make your daily task list. Or even if it's not every day, write it out on a on a planner in a planner and then 
check it off every day, but kind of like aggressively work towards achieving, crossing things off. I mean, from great to small, little things, because sometimes you just forget. And I'm also speaking to myself. Like, I just sit back and I think about all the things that I could have utilized productively, you know, with my time. So that leads me to another point. Forgive yourself quickly and start again. You don't have to wait for next week to start. You can start over today. Just start over tomorrow. Um, just write down your your plans and keep yourself accountable if you don't have anybody else. Like, no room for being lazy in this season, <laughs> like, at all. If you don't have a friend that can keep you accountable, keep yourself accountable. But um, definitely have a different mindset when you wake up, um, a, a positive mindset and a productive and prosperous mindset. Like, know that you can achieve all of the things that are on your list or all the things that you see yourself growing to become. Um, and be grateful. Have an attitude of gratitude. You know, things didn't work out for you yesterday. Um, just be grateful for everything that you have, everything that you're surrounded by, everything that you have right now and today, you know. Just be thankful and just keep your spirits uplifted and don't in- Engage into anything that's going to bring you down, and when there when it does bring you down, just try to get over it, get over it quickly, pick yourself back up. Yeah, and just do something that will take that away or make you feel a little bit better. Disconnect mm-hmm. from people, places, and things that will you know bring your spirits down, like things on your social media if you're addicted to social media. Um, and if you're addicted to social media, you may want to change that as well. I know for me, I put myself on a time limit um, for social media. Like, my phone shuts down after, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> like, it's because we don't realize, I mean, unless you're on there for sometimes like it is educational purposes. Mm-hmm. But um, half the time, I mean, it's so quick. You get distracted so easily. You could be on there for one thing. I could be on there just because I wanted to go look at something. It could be business-wise, and then as soon as I see the first picture, one click leads to another and another and another. Next thing you know, you even forgot why you were on there. Mm -hmm. So social media is a huge distraction, and if you're distracted by that, that is what it's intended to do. Media is intended to distract you from your purpose, so limit, limit it, you know? Um, but yeah, so anyway, just use, let's do better with, um, better judgment and wisdom. I know I was reading, um, Proverbs today and listening to it. Um, and yeah, I don't know why this is one of my favorite scriptures, but it's Proverbs 8 and 11. And it says, for wisdom is better than rubies and all and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. So, yes. I mean, it gets deeper. It's actually like, I mean, that whole chapter, I mean, you really can't get anywhere greater without wisdom because wisdom is over everything, from riches, silver, gold, everything success is 
you got to have wisdom, so let's just practice good wisdom. And let's uh, ask for it. Because ask for it, God gives it freely. Um, And, yeah, and believe that you have it. So anyway, yeah, continue to um, prepare your food, your ammunition, like, because that has doubled in price. And I know I came close to the video mm-hmm. just the other day about it, but we had already been talking about it and we experienced it. And you want to just stock up. And you have to stock up if you're going to be practicing. You have to have your practice ammunition, and then you have to have, you know, your just-in-case ammo, you know. So keep Get what you can, little by little. If you, you know, everything from paper goods to everything. And we're working on something for you guys. Um, and hopefully we'll have that done next week um, is the goal. So yeah, stay tuned. We're going to have some content. I'm excited about it. Yeah. You guys are going to be excited too. Yeah, we're going to, you guys are going to be excited. And, yeah. So we'll have some new stuff coming your way. Um, and speaking of guns and ammunition, make sure you, if you haven't already, thanks for those that have already purchased the um, firearm webinar that we have on our website, jtnews.com. Um, and hopefully that it's been helpful for you and with purchasing your firearm as a national and not a citizen. Um, but yeah, so I think that's about it for me, for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, I wanted to t- tell people about this show on Netflix I just discovered yesterday. It's weird because it starts at season two. It started at season two, episode nine or something. Season one, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It didn't start at season one, and then it was weird. I tried to go to it to before the show, and um, but just so I can get the name. And then the shows that we watched yesterday, we watched two episodes. They're gone. So I don't know if they're disappearing every day, or just after you watch them. But there's a show on Netflix. It's called Doomsday Preppers. That show was is extreme. Um, you know how they have like extreme couponing because it's like, oh, you know, we all have our little coupons once in a while. We use them, and then there are people that are like extreme. They can get the whole store for free. Um, these doomsday preppers are like what we're talking about and what we're trying to become times a hundred. I mean, they are prepared for four years or more, and I'm, they have food buried in places. They have huge uh, that can run people over and uh, huge tires. They can live in them um, off-grid, um, hidden in plain sight. No cameras will be able to see them, hear them, like extreme it's pretty good though. Um, you learn some things <laughs> and definitely they they're more like military style people and it makes me wonder since they come from the military and what makes them so um, I won't say paranoid 
but they're they're so they're such avid for being prepared for the worst. It's a, like an addiction. It makes me wonder, like, what have they seen and experienced mm-hmm. that makes them so obsessed being prepared to the extent? I mean, they have it so that they, when they're when everything hits crazy, they're headed to the mountains. Like, it's and then to have people on their team, one one family, like you had to have an interview, you had to be trained in. Uh, I don't know, military style. <laughs> like, yeah. And then they were put to the test. And then just to be on board, mm-hmm. to live with them and stuff, you have to be ready to kill. Yeah. One and, thing I liked what he said, he was saying all his friends is like, well, I know who to come to mm-hmm. is pretty much when things, when things when, happen. When crap hit the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to say that, but... <laughs> But, yeah, but then he was like, well, I'm making sure I take care of me and my family. Like, I'm not going to be able to take care of I'm your not, family. Yeah. So he's, and this is, he's like, I'm trying to tell you. And that that goes for everyone, though, because I'm telling as many people as I can, family and all, because it's, they need to prepare, too, because you cannot, I'm not the store. You can't come to me. I'm still working on getting my, you know, yeah. We need to just work on us, getting our stuff together, and then I don't have enough for everybody in the world unless you do the miracle like Jesus, you know? Five, what is it, five loaves and two fish? Two fish and five loaves? You know, unless that's going to happen, you know, you're walking in that type of uh, miracle, you know, then we're you're just going to be on your own. And then that's why that's when the weaponry come in, like by any means necessary. By any means. But yeah, everybody should probably check out that that show. Doomsday preppers for the great doom. <laughs> yeah, so but don't be don't be scared. Just be prepared. Yeah. That way it just ease it a bit. You know, you don't have to go and if you plan on having children and if you, even if you don't plan on having children, if you know that during quarantine you guys are just boomed, then you may want to invest in pampers, wipes, you know, sorry, but you just may want to think about that stuff. You don't want to just be slipping because um, they're saying, like, to have the warning that I've seen recently is to have at least six months worth of food. So that's, like, six months. I say eight or more because you may not want to go out once everything gets up and running right away because everybody else is going to be out. Mm -hmm. And you may not want to fight the crowd because we know that everything takes longer now. Anything that you just thought you were going to be in and out, a lot of the times is not like that anymore. So anyway, yeah, so doomsday preppers and maybe that will inspire you as well to – Get on the ball. But, yeah. So. <laughs> well, it was nice talking to you all tonight. And we hope you guys have a great rest of the week, regardless of the weather. Be thankful. Today is raining here. Be thankful for the rain. And, you know, it was good because my intuition, I did not water the garden today. And I didn't have to because the rain came. Um, and I didn't feel like I had to get out there. Usually I'm like, oh, let me go out there and water the garden in the in the hostas that I planted. 
And I didn't have to because the rain came. You was in tune. I was in tune. I'm getting more and more in tune, you guys. I'm working on it. <laughs> you guys are in tune, too. Just don't ignore your, don't ignore it. So, yes, everybody, have a good night. Good night, everybody. Peace. Peace. Kings and queens.